0: Welcome to Pennsylvania in Focus, powered by the Center Square and a production of America's Talking Network. I'm Kristen Smith, Pennsylvania News Editor editor at the Center Square Newswire Service. With me today is Anthony Hennon, our reporter for the Center Square based in Philadelphia. Governor Josh Shapiro took his first executive action on his first full official day in office. And I know you were you covered that for us. So Can you tell us a little bit more about what that executive action was?
1: Yeah. So uh, th- this is something that's not necessarily unprecedented, um, but I think it was a uh, very clear symbol for uh, this being his first executive order um, was to remove the college degree requirement from many state jobs. Um, I, I think when they looked it over, um, they, they estimated it'd be. About uh, 65,000 positions now, um, rather than requiring that applicants have a degree, um, it's much more focused on um, skills and experience. Uh, so this this is, uh, I believe, I estimate something like 92% of state jobs now uh, will not require a college degree. Obviously, uh, that can help in the application process. You know, It can help show that you specialize in a field or whatever else. Um, but this is sort of removing um, some economic barriers for people. And making sure that we're not, uh, that the state is not um, unintentionally uh, eliminating someone from a job that they will be fit for. Uh, Pennsylvania is not the first state to do this. Um, Maryland did this last year, as well as Utah. Um, and this is kind of becoming more of a trend. Um, we've seen it talked about in a number of uh, right wing spaces, but also, you know, it, it's something that appeals to Democrats as well. Um so it's uh, it, it's i I think a good sign of this is not only removing that requirement um but the state actually built out a new uh website to show uh which uh job offerings from state agencies are available and don't require a college degree. Uh so it makes it a little easier to kind of search search around for uh for a job and there's many many uh state positions uh that remain open and need to be filled. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this seems like a fairly positive, uh, step where when you look at a lot of, uh, private sector jobs, um, you know, it's roughly 35% require a college degree, but state government, local government, it's more like 63%, 61%. Um, so this is kind of bringing things in line and trying to make sure that, uh, you know, a lot of these state jobs are not eliminating people who would be perfectly fit and competent to, uh, to work for the government. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if I can shift a lot of things, but it, it is a good sign. Where when you look at Pennsylvania, it's a state where its labor force participation rate has been declining, and this could be uh, you know at, at least one small thing to help reverse that.
0: Yeah, I think you used the word pragmatic before. And I, I see this as an example of that. It's a, a really interesting first step that he took. I don't see I didn't see as of today, any criticism. I, you know, it, it seems like something that would get bipartisan support. And, you know, pulling back from a really broad policy view and putting in the into the context of this larger conversation this the country is having around college affordability the the you know the value on return for a college degree uh you know i can say you know from anecdotal experience the salary of a state job is not commensurate to the cost of the degree that it requires and so i believe that this is a really useful step and i you know i really liked the way that it was described as skills-based hiring because, as we all know, schooling isn't the end-all be-all of whether or not you can do a job. Experience is, in some ways, invaluable. And so this move on his part seems to really strike a a, a middle ground between recognizing that there are people who are struggling, who for whatever reason couldn't afford college, didn't think it was worth it, just didn't have access. There, there's a myriad of reasons why they may not be able to get that degree, but they could be entirely capable of the job. We talk about things like soft skills when hiring, things that you can't teach people that about their ability to to speak with the public, to relate to customers, to be a good team player, their interpersonal skills, all of that stuff goes into a good employee and one eventual leaders. It is a very interesting first step. And I think that of all the executive actions I've seen in the last few years, it's a really practical one that people can really understand what it means. That's about all the time that we're going to have for this week. Thank you, Anthony, for joining me and sharing your insights. Uh, We encourage everyone to find news that matters for taxpayers of Pennsylvania at thecentersquare.com. I'm Kristen Smith, and I'll be back with Anthony Hennan next week to discuss our top stories for you, the taxpayers.